Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Hello and welcome to the podcast. It's Lauren Sweeney, your host, the Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. Today's guest comes all the way from Australia. He is a day minus a few hours ahead of us here. We're excited that he's on. His name is Ari Galper. Today, we're going to talk all about unlocking the game. I know we have a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of executives that are on, that are listening, and we're going to unlock the best-selling secrets business owners and entrepreneurs across the globe want to know. He is the number one authority on the on trust-based selling. Well, I know a lot of our audience really does wonder, how do I get people to know, like, and trust me? And he has been featured in CEO Magazine, Forbes, Inc. Magazine, Sky News, and the Australian Financial Review, to name a few. As trust becomes the most important currency in our new economy, the act of selling as dehumanizing process with endless chasing has become completely outdated. Today, he is going to talk with us about his revolutionary sales approach based on getting to the truth and why having a mindset of focusing on deep trust instead of the sale is ironically 10 times more profitable. And if you yourself are not a salesperson, I once heard somebody tell me, you know what? We're always selling. I'm selling my kids on watching less TV, eating more vegetables. I'm selling my friends on great movies or perhaps a good book to read. Or perhaps I am also in the sales industry. Ari, we're excited to have you on today. Thank you for having me. Looking forward to this. Absolutely. So talk with me about trust-based selling. You know, we talk with so many clients and they get nervous to make a video about themselves. They get nervous about making the ask at the end of a call. I love this new idea and this new approach. Look, the whole concept is that you want to make a mindset shift away from your goal and to be 100% focused on their issues. It's almost like a doctor-patient relationship where you're diagnosing, doing an x-ray on their business problems. You're not trying to become their friend. It's very contrarian because I know we've been taught over the years that our job in selling is to first try and build a relationship with someone. Then once they get to know and like you, well, then gosh, you can do business together. Well, that's fine if you like long sales cycles. But in, in our world, what I, we tell our clients is you build a relationship with someone after the sale not before the sale because relationship building and trust building we discovered are mutually exclusive you can build trust with someone without becoming their friend what i mean by that is people know it's fake first of all the whole hey how's it going the rapport building and they don't really want to become your friend they just want to like have their problem solved and what we do is we've been taught over the years to lay in the whole friend thing which now gets in the way of really diagnosing their problem in a deep way to have them feel vulnerable enough to tell you the truth. And so it's a bit of a shift away from things we've been trained to do over the years. Mm, I love that. Let's dive into that idea that you don't need to become their friend. You can build that relationship once they're your client. How do you then build trust in an authentic way and move that sales cycle along faster? 
Great. So this actually goes to my new book coming out this year called The One Call Sale, which is how to compress your sales cycle from multiple steps into one single conversation. And the way you do that is you basically step into their world and you do what I call going down the iceberg with them, where you basically unpack and peel back their issues. Because see what will happen is when you meet someone for the first time and you have a sales call with them or a conversation and you ask them what their challenges are, they're only going to give you what I call surface level problems. They're not going to be vulnerable with you and tell you the depth of their issues because they don't trust you yet. So your job is to basically with bedside manner, like a doctor and empathy, really unpack and peel back the onion behind their issues to the level, to the extent where you understand them better than they understand themselves. That's what a deep trust is. You know, when you go to a party or something, you meet someone, you say to yourself, oh, he just gets me. She just gets me down. Something about her. That's what deep trust is. Deep trust is what someone else feels that you understand them better than they understand themselves. That is so different than typical sales, which is, hey, you, you qualify somebody, you go to a next step, you make a presentation, and you hope they sign up. That's all very linear. And so our model is we don't move them forward. We go deeper and down the iceberg to really build deep trust with them, but they feel this connection. They don't feel anyone else. Oh, I love that visual where instead of it like being a conveyor belt, you go deep and right away, not this like long drawn out process. Sometimes I'll even say to somebody that perhaps is a prospect of mine, or I would like to make a sale with, I would love to make this easy for you. What, you know, if we're going to have a follow-up, what type of follow-up would you like? Like not making it all this game and then you're worried if what they think about you and everything, building trust. So you're really getting, and I also hear it as adding value. How can I really see what Ari needs? How can he trust me to really tell me what's going on? And then I can contribute and we can see if we like, know, and trust each other right now. Yeah. So in our world, there is no follow-up. In fact, I'll, I'll, I'll suggest right now that your listeners take the oath of me, a verbal oath, to never again, ever again in your career, use the word follow-up. Because uh -huh. the word follow-up is a sales word. It comes from the 1980s. It was a classic sales word where you call someone and say, hey, I'm giving you a call to follow-up. What that's telling them is I'm following up to move things towards the sale. There's a few more classic ones like touching base. Remember that one? Or, um, yeah, yeah, you know, just touching, uh, touching base. <laughs> touching base, how's it going? Getting in touch. So, we use our own, what we invented, trust based languaging, words and phrases that remove that pressure, build trust. So what we say instead is this we say, I'm just giving you a call to see if you have any feedback on our previous conversation and our feedback mm -hmm. on our last meeting. See, we're not going forward, we're going backwards. We realize when you try to move somebody to a next step forward, that creates momentum and pressure on them and they pull back. They can tell all you care about is your goal. When you move in the opposite mm -hmm. direction, that removes the pressure and that next feels them, has them feel comfortable opening up to you and telling you the truth. That's what your goal is. Your goal is the truth, not the sale. And the irony of it is you double your sales by not focusing on your own goal. Yes, I love that. You know, if you're an entrepreneur listening, or perhaps you're an executive or a leader, there is always, quote unquote, a sale. Would you even say that you would apply this, Ari, to hiring? I know a lot of companies are really struggling with hiring. How can I build trust in the moment with a potential candidate to see if we want to 
I wouldn't say move forward, right? I would say, how can we decide today if we're a good fit for each other? Very much. And you just said the right words. Are we a fit or not a fit? And that model applies to any situation, as you just said, hiring people. Are we a fit, not a fit? Sales, are we a fit, not a fit? That's where you are selecting them. Same model. So what we teach in trust-based selling is you're selecting the customer. They are not to be shopping you. If you feel like you're being shopped by a potential prospect, you're doing something wrong because then they're controlling you. And this is a battle of control, but you want to do it with ethics and trust. So what you want to understand is you can apply this model to really anything. In fact, I had recently someone give me a call and said to me, Ari, you saved my marriage. I said, what? <laughs> my wife and I were on the rocks, ready to get divorced. And I, I, I got a hold of your, your program and I did some work with your people. And I realized that I was putting my agenda in front of hers. And I realized I had to let go of my goal and be 100% present in her world. And that taught me to connect with her. And now we're back together again. And we're doing great. I want to thank you for that. So very much this is trust-based communication applied to almost any scenario where there's conflict, tension, or resistance. So good. I was just going to say, I bet romance, like all the different areas of our lives, people want, it's just about human connection, wherever we're connected. Let's talk about some of the phrasing and the languaging because it's very, the vernacular is very specific in what you in the model you teach. So tell us some more different nuances or way of thinking. Sure. Let me give you an example. Let's say you're having a first call with somebody over the phone or Zoom. Great conversation, new prospect. They're qualified. There's chemistry there. All looks good. You're excited. And the call kind of comes to a close. Normally in sales, we say things like what? We say, how about we... Move forward, touch base, get together, next step. Let's move this thing towards the what? The sale, right? But what happens Mm -hmm. if you attempt to move things forward and they aren't ready yet? What's broken right there at the early part of your process? The trust. Exactly. So same scenario, but our mindset and our approach, calls going well, good chemistry, call comes to an end, Rather than saying, hey, that's great. How about we move forward? What we say instead is this. We say, where do you think we should go from here? And I'll say it again. Where do you think we should go from here? I love the space that gives Ari too. It reminds me of coaching. When we, let's say we have an employee or we're having a coaching conversation, people want to be asked questions versus being told what to do. It gives, there's just so much space, no pressure. And you're coming from a curiosity standpoint. When you say to somebody, where do you think we should go from here? They're usually in a state of shock. They can't believe somebody in a sales environment would ask them what they want to do, it's unheard of because we're so used to people pulling them down a linear process. And what usually happens is they, they say things like this. They say, uh, I, I, I've got one more question. Or what, what, what about this? And you know what comes out in the beginning of your process? The truth. 
And that is your goal. Your goal is to build a bubble of vulnerability where they feel comfortable enough at such a deep level, they're willing to tell you the truth behind their agenda. When you know the truth of people, you don't chase ghosts anymore. You don't pursue people who aren't real and you stop playing the numbers game and that dysfunctional behavior we're so used to accepting as an all part of our lives. Mm, so good. Like you said, it also applies, you know, if somebody's listening and they want to go on a more another date, right? If they're, you know, single and want to date other people or it, they want to find the perfect match for their company, hire somebody. Look, I'll tell you, my my people have been telling me for years, Ari, your next book's gonna be unlock the dating game. <laughs> but but if you want a dating tip, if you meet someone and you like to get their phone number, don't ask for their phone number. Simply say this: Would you be open to exchanging phone numbers to talk again? The power of words. The trust-based language we developed over the last twenty years mapped to every single sales scenario you can imagine is magic. People fly over the world just to get that list of language that I have because once you have a cheat sheet that has the left column, all your sales resistance scenarios and objections and the right to languaging, you can diffuse and melt anything coming your way. And all of a sudden you're now in the position to be the doctor where you can diagnose their problem fully and not play the game back and forth where you're trying to over deliver and, 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 and I'll tell you, I'll drop one more bomb here if you don't mind, but I, I coach my clients to not deliver value pre-sale, but instead provide clarity on their issues. When you deliver value, the problem with that is you're delivering education, information, solutions, case studies, and then they want to think about it. They want to process it. They, it's, they're not looking for answers. We think they are. See, we think they're after our solution. So we can't wait to tell them all about it. But the reality is before your solution, what they're really asking themselves is this question. They're asking themselves in the back of their mind, do I trust her? Do I trust her? Do I trust her? They don't care how you solve their problem. What they care about is, are you the one to solve it or not? See, we think they're after our solution. Here's my problem. You're like, great, I can help you with that. Boom. Right into your, into your sales process. Big mistake. That's where you end up chasing these people and they never call you back because they say, I want to think about it. Hey, so wonderful talking to you. Give me a call next week. It was wonderful. Thank you so much for that information. And you're like, oh my God, great call, but didn't go anywhere. I really hear in this, you're actively listening to. You're really listening to what's going on. What is Ari saying beyond the problem? which could have ultimately lots of solutions. There's not one really solution. Why are they going to pick you to solve their problem? Because they trust you, because they like you. Yeah. Yeah, because you're the one that is not making assumptions and trying to move them to a next step. They're waiting for that. See, the entire time they're asking themselves, is she going to jump in now and make an offer to me? Is she going to move me forward? <laughs> they're, they're always asking that question, which prevents them from trusting you. So what right. you, not you, but what you, you and listeners have to do or watching this right now or listening, you have to let go of your goal and your agenda altogether. That's a total mindset shift. And you have to walk into their world and stay in there as long as you can and really peel back their issues and ask questions like, you know, how long has that been a problem for? 
what's the impact or loss because of the issue that you've not solved yet? And here's the definitive question you want to ask when you know you got to the bottom of the iceberg. You want to ask this question. You ready for this? Ready. Here it is. Is this a priority for you to solve once and for all? Mm -hmm. Or is it something you're happy to live with for a while and let it go and I'm okay either way? So good. Again, you're really coaching them. You're allowing them through open-ended questions to sit and come up with their own answers, which again is so valuable. And you said, don't add value, quote unquote, but they're, by being in your space, you allowed them to almost have a moment of, of like clarity. They have to own the problem before they're willing to pay to fix it. It's like a therapist and a patient. If the patient doesn't own their problem, they're the worst patients in the world. You got to drag them through it. You see, <laughs> in sales, we don't do that. What we do is we qualify and then we go, great. Off you go to the races. See, this is not qualifying people. This is building deep trust with people. It's a deeper level of understanding of the psychology of people now. And let me tell you, last few years, the world has changed. And trust right now is the lowest level it ever has been before. If you are just qualifying, building relationships, and trying to educate people, that's called free consulting. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. It has. It has changed. We're less connected with each other just from a physical perspective. And how can I get to know you? And how can you give others the space so that they can trust themselves even and or even just process and then to trust you? Ari, if they want to know more, I'm sure you're going to educate. Just kidding. I'm sure you're going to tell them. I mean, how can they learn about you and what you have to offer? Best place to go first is unlockthegame.com, just like it sounds. And there is my book. You can pick up Unlock the Sales Game. I got a free intro course there and a complimentary consultation to really do it extra in your sales process. But also, I do a live show once a month on LinkedIn called Stump the Guru. Ooh. Where you can cool. jump in live and throw me your toughest, most complex sales challenge. And I'll give you an answer for it live on the spot for free. So there are okay. lots of ways to connect with me. LinkedIn, connect. I'm very available there. Connect with me. Say hello. Let us know we met here and we'll go from there. Oh. I love it. I'm going to have to check out that LinkedIn show. That's fantastic. It's That's fun too, because again, you're not saying I'm the expert. You're obviously very good at what you do. You have a lot of knowledge, but you're allowing others the space, which is exactly what you teach. Correct. I love that, Ari. Well, we love to ask a kind of closing question, and that is, what does rise up for you mean to you? Rise up is letting go of what you're holding on to, what you believe is right, the conditioning you've been doing all this time and be willing to grow and move forward. I got that same advice from Richard Branson when I met with him a couple of years back. If you can let go of your past, what you're holding on to, not be afraid to evolve, you'll always be successful. So good. Ari, thank you for the great work you're doing. For you uncovering the best process to really connect with each other in a sales setting or any setting that you have in your life. And now others can take it and learn from it and have peace and clarity when they're connecting. Absolutely. Imagine just going through your day, surfing the day and making being successful in what you do without having to fight the battle anymore. That is the ultimate 
vaccination. <laughs> I love that. Just that that sense of not dreading that sales follow-up call, right? I just used two words that we're not going to use anymore, follow-up. <laughs> but really just how can I connect? And I'm looking for feedback on our last conversation. I love or it. Or would you be open? Or would you be open? A lot yeah. more behind all that. So good, Ari. Well, definitely check out his website, unlockthegame.com. I'm going to connect with you on LinkedIn. Think if I can say, come up with something to stump you on your next LinkedIn show. Thank you for joining us today. You're welcome. Awesome. Oh, such a good conversation. How can you really connect with people and build trust in the moment without a long-term relationship, which can happen once you're there already your client or once you're dating them or in whatever type of relationship you want? Well, I'm Lauren Sweeney. I'm your host. It's been my pleasure. I want to let you know that our International Women's Day Conference, our Women's Leadership Conference is coming up March 8th. Right now, registration is free. Not for long, though. You can grab your ticket at riseupforyou.com slash events, and we will see you on the next show.